Guys, what is a Jedi's favorite breakfast? Obi-Wan cannoli! Oh. What weapon does a fat Jedi use? What? A heavy saber. Oh! Do you have a joke? Jackson is the joke. Welcome back to the 1313 Podcast, the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe. I'm Jacob. I'm Jackson. I'm Tommy. Welcome back, all you rags and to all you shinies. Welcome to the podcast. This is the podcast. Please, before we begin, make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. You like this video. You can leave a comment down below. We love your feedback. We'd like to hear from you guys. And if you want to hear, if you want if we, if, if you want us to hear from you more, make sure that you are in that Discord. Link is also in the description below. If I'm not active, it's because I can't log in on my phone. It's not letting me. Um, so that's fun. Also, if you haven't already, be sure that you are following us on all our social medias, that being Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And Twitch is also linked below. And if you want to <laughs> Keep yourself warm this winter. Make sure that you are wearing some absolutely fire 1313 merchandise. Also linked in the description below. Fellers. How's everybody's week? Weekend uh, was good. I shaved my beard this past week, so I'm just going to rip the band-aid off. Uh, no more Rebel Alliance, guys. Mm -hmm. It's just I'm back to bald Tommy until mm -hmm. probably November. So Bald Jim, bald That's gin. unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Bald right. Tommy, bald Tommy. It, bald it, it Tommy. looked weird for the first couple of days, but now I'm used to it again. I haven't seen you that often since you shaved it, so it still looks weird <laughs> to me. It still looks so off to me. I told him that when he came into work. Yeah. Anyways. That's myself, though. <laughs> You'll see it on Tika's, but I got another tattoo. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You did get it. Mm-hmm. He got a tattoo. I'm not a fan of it, but it is what I never it is. said I wasn't a fan. Jacob doesn't like it. It's very obvious he doesn't like it. He never liked it when I showed him the idea. He went... <laughs> I thought the... I think the placement is bad. I, I didn't, I, from the start, I didn't think the placement was good. Where we would go, you have we rather into it? it? We going into the weeds. No, it's okay. It's okay. Where would you rather have it? I, bro, I would rather you have that as a tramp stamp. I just think on your leg looks a little goofy. Oh. It fell in my pocket. I think it's a nice kind of plot in the leg. Because I still wanted to fill up my arm area, but I felt mm. like that would just be too All much. right, kids, we're going to need your help to get the rest of Jackson's sleeve done. So what we need you to do no. is in the comments, put your mom's credit card number on there, and then there's going to be a three-digit number no. as well. Because voiceover Pete got sued for that. <laughs> Did he actually? Yeah. No. He got a lawsuit over it. Anyways. I can't believe it. Mm. No, but my, the dude tattooing me yesterday as well was telling me that one of his buddies from high school came in and he got a grilled cheese in a hot tub of soup tattooed on. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I had, um, I saw something cool that I think would be a really nice piece to go right here on the opposite side of the forearm. Okay. But, um. Is it a master sword? No, uh, that would actually be cool. But, um. I was uh, just thinking about that. It was, um, no, it's a, uh, it's Anakin's lightsaber, but it had like some more details to go around it because I was like, oh, I feel like having a lightsaber on this side would be cool. But, um, that's not, Something that's going to happen for a long time. Um, I, nothing really happened to me this week. I had a couple shoots that I did. Uh, I was on two sets. One was my own and one was another group. I helped out a upperclassman group of uh, uh, students film something. And there was actually like hired actors on the set. So it was like <clears throat> more professional than what I'm used to. So it was a lot of fun. And I got to hang out with my professor today. And uh, he gave me a t-shirt for the production. And he had a battering from The Dark Knight on his wall so that was pretty cool um but yeah nothing really cool. oh 
here's something interesting. Uh, I'm saying Viva Las Florida in like a day and a half. Oh yeah, shoot. And I'm That's going. Right. On, I'm going on a trip. I'm gonna be in Florida uh, at the exact same time as Hybrid Toy Reviews is gonna be in Florida. Should uh, meet up with him, bro. It's his. Everybody, make sure that you wish Hybrid Toy Reviews a happy birthday. That is fun. Happy birthday on the twenty fifth. The exact the same day as my girlfriend. <laughs> That's whack, That's bro. Weird. That is weird. It must mean something. He's my soulmate. It must mean something. Hey. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's my week. So with that, we have a ton, a ton, a ton of Star Wars news to go into. Not only do we got news and rumors, things. but we also got, we got, well, it's more than we had last week. Yeah. We got news and rumors as well as we have stuff for Bad Batch, but these news and rumors is leading up to... Everybody say it with me now. Pedro Pascal month. Oh! Pedro Pascal month. Pedro Pascal month. Yes, the Mandalorian is dropping. Zaddy. <laughs> is dropping Wednesday. You can leave. You can. You can just. You can just see you yourself out. You don't think out. Pedro Pascal is Zaddy, bro? Don't. On job, bro. He agrees. You're just speaking internet right now, bro. When You're people, just... are... I've been saying that, bro. Period. I almost threw up in my mouth when I said it's that. Giving, it's giving. It's giving. Hater vibes. It's giving Chile. It's giving Pedro. No, let's never do that again. Okay, but no. So Mando is dropping next Wednesday. What? It feels like the gap has just closed so quick. It feels like time has flown by, and I can't believe it's and almost. And guess what's here. gonna happen? Everybody. The thirteen die. thirteen podcast is gonna drive themselves crazy for approximately five weeks straight, yep. making you guys not one but two podcast episodes every single ah! week. We're gonna record on Wednesday and post it Thursday. We're gonna record on Thursday and post it Friday, and it's gonna be and really fun for you guys. It's gonna be Tico's on Saturday because Mando Monday's probably gonna happen again. Yep. So this is gonna this is gonna be great. So if you want your newest pair of Mando Crocs or um. Grogu flavored chapsticks or Grogu cereal straws. <laughs> Make sure that you are staying tuned for all the. If you want your Mando and Grogu undergarments that this season, make sure you go check out Mando. I Monday. do have those. I actually have Stormtrooper undergarments. Jackson, what Awful. do you have? I have matching. I didn't ask. And so, and <laughs> <laughs> man, y'all are evil as hell. <laughs> and so, yeah, guys, uh, Mando is coming. Come. Right here. Thank you. No problem. Um, yeah. So what's going to happen is because real doing... friends tell their friends when they have something in their teeth. Yep. Yeah. We're going to have two podcast right episodes a week, guys. It's going to be a good time. So here. Yeah. No, one over. Ding. What? No, no. There. You should you should see yourself out. You want, me, you want me to get it for you? No, I'm fine. Nope. <laughs> anyway. Hey, anyway. Cool. So, uh, news and rumors. We have some uh, Jedi Survivor stuff, actually. Yeah, we, missed, we missed this last yeah. week. Um, there's a, the, an enemy list. Tommy knows more about yeah, it. Yeah, so there was a, like an enemy list. I forget what publisher. Figure Brian. Figure Brian. He Figure posted Brian about it, but everything. it was like from a publisher... Um, my phone's dead or else I'd look it up. Um, I got that 9%. So let's see. <laughs> but they have some, uh, some repaints of some, some separatist droids that you'll fight in the mm -hmm. game. A lot of these we saw 
in that gameplay demo, but it kind of goes into more detail about what these are. The battle droids, the B1s are just kind of like the fodder, um, the equivalent to the stormtroopers from, yep. from Fallen Order. Um, and then we have the super battle droids, which are going to be your little bit tougher opponents. Um, and then you have the commando droids, which yes. are super cool. Um, those are going to be uh, a lot more close combat, a lot more agile, a little bit more higher difficulty to fight. Um, you're going to have droidicas to fight as well. Um, and then there are a few other separatist droids. Magna Guards. Yep. I'm excited yeah. for that because hopefully we'll get them in the Black Series. I love Magna Guards. Now they all have a uniform paint scheme, which makes me wonder what sort of legion or you know organization or faction they're under. Probably um, the same guy. Maybe probably like the Strappers, big bad. Mm -hmm. Since There's they have the droid like dome that we saw in Attack of the Clones. What's that called again? Lucrehold. Yeah, Lucrehold. Well, oh, and we also know that the they announced who the big bad is for this game. I forget his name. It's but... a dude that's the same species as Dirge. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. that's very cool. So I, I didn't realize he was like the big bad. Yeah, yeah. They said that's he's going to be like the main mm -hmm. enemy. What happened to the um the guy that was like uh from the very first cinematic trailer that we got that kind of looked like an Inquisitor oh, with yeah, the teeth? Yeah, yeah. Where are you, Jedi? Where? What well, I'm sure we won't go through the whole game without seeing an uh, Imperial presence somewhere, mm -hmm. you know. I don't know. I'm excited. But we also mm -hmm. had a uh, another gameplay drop yes. of um, some lightsaber combat and combos. Yeah. Um, it displayed the single-use combat, the uh, dual-wielding, the double-bladed, and the cross-guard. And the cross-guard looks to be like a double-handed kind of overpowering mm -hmm. type of yeah. play style. So this is going to be really cool because now it's not just oh, you're fighting with two blades and you're playing mega defensive or you're playing with one blade, you're playing mega offensive. It's now you have different styles to choose from. So now it's going to better suit your play style, which I'm really excited about because mm -hmm. that makes this game more approachable to more people because, yeah, say in a game like Elden Ring or Dark Souls, you have heavy weapons, light weapons, ranged weapons. You have a nice variety of stuff to choose from. You're now getting that option with this game. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah, I did end up catching the gameplay reel, like the nine minute one that like IGN did. Mm -hmm. And I could not be more excited for this. Like I'm going to make sure I pre-order it in advance so I can just have it installed and like ready to go. But I'm super duper hyped for this game. It looks like it's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. I agree. Looks dope. There was also, um, oh, were you going to say some more stuff about the Jedi? No, I was going to probably talk about the thing you were about to mention. Oh, yeah. So um, we also had another trailer yep. drop yes. for uh, Tales from Galaxy's Edge the for PlayStation VR 2. So this had um, some extended footage from stuff that has been in the base game. But there's also uh, a First Order storyline. I don't know if that's been in the game because I haven't touched it. And like a year and a half. So it's like, I don't know if that's been in the game, if that's new. Um, first Order stuff, you said? Yeah. because The First Order wasn't the first one. Because there was that really ugly looking commander. With the two pauldrons? Yeah, and like that weird oh, like Commander yeah. Cody visor on the top. I gotta, I gotta play that game again. Because I only got so far then. Because I don't remember that stuff at all. Like, I just saw all. pictures of that ugly looking commander. <laughs> it's one of the most unappealing trooper designs mm -hmm. I've ever seen. But um, no, so that's coming to PlayStation VR 2. So if you're into that and you have a PlayStation, make sure that you pick up the game. It's worth a playthrough. I thought it was radically infuriating, but um, <laughs> uh, because it's I've worth it. It was just bad. Though. Oh no! It, the thing that's because if you're if you're casual and you've never shot a gun before, 
you'll be like, oh, yeah, this is fine. I can hip fire everything. I can eyeball it. But somebody at ILM Playable Studios is like, let's put every charge handle in the way of the sights. They're all sitting on the top of the blasters. You can't ADS at all, which is like the cool thing about having VR. So it made me quite angry. But what are you going to do? Play the game. It's a cool story. It's going to have to Han Solo it. Yep. Yeah. But there was also a, uh, a new TV spot. So as you know, when the Mandalorian seasons come out, there's like every other day a new 30-second TV spot that gets dropped on all the social media, stuff that you would see on TV, like on cable, um, if you still do that. Um, <laughs> and it's just a way to draw more attention to the show. And every now and again, there will be a new shot or a new line that gets thrown in. And in a recent one that I saw a couple days ago, I thought this was really, really interesting. And I want to get you guys take and, and see if we can maybe, you know, have do some theory crafting on it. I don't like it. Bo-Katan, it, sh it shows her on the throne of Mandalore, and she says to Din, there's one line she says, and you can see her talking, and then it cuts away from her, but she says, go home. And it sounds very not friendly. Now, this could be a diversion to get us to think that she's going to be fighting Din, but I think that she has already been being built up to be uh, not an antagonist, but an adversary for Din mm -hmm. in this season. And I think that it's going to be a big, big deal if that's actually something she says to him mm -hmm. on Mandalore. Like, he's like, I need to take a bath under the planet's surface. <laughs> and she says, go home. What do we do from there? Because well, we also got that clip. There's the, But there's the line of her saying, mm -hmm. there's nothing left as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yep. Oh, um, that's what she says. There's nothing yeah. left. Go, go home. home. Yep. Mm -hmm. But um, I had this theory that it's actually not the throne of Mandalore. Oh. Um, it is canon that the Kree's family is from one of the moons of Mandalore. It's a planet that's off of Mandalore. So how is there a throne on this planet that's a barren wasteland and we've seen that it's pretty much destroyed? I have a theory that Mando goes there first to tell her that that's where he's going and it starts some sort of confrontation. Ooh. That would explain as to why we have in some of the trailers... There's the the tie interceptors following the um, the Mandalorian like arc wing or whatever starfighter fang like, fighters the fang fighter it's fighting over a planet that has like lots of lakes and like these mountains and it looks pretty misty in those shots and in the shot that we see Mando speaking with Bo-Katan in that hallway he's covered in rain he's all he's got water drops all over his helmet so what explain as to why he's all He's all wet on a planet that's supposed to be like a barren wasteland because it wouldn't have a water cycle if there was nothing left to the planet. That's why they had the dome because it was uninhabitable. Yeah. So that's my theory. Hmm. I'm kind of interested as well in almost every single one of these like TV spot trailers that they put out. They keep emphasizing this scene with the Jedi. So I feel like maybe they're throwing it in there for the fact that like, holy cow, there's like Jedi in the trailer or the part that we're going to see with the Jedi is actually more important than we think. And it's going to be like a decent length and not just like a quick like, oh, here's a flashback on like maybe where Grogu came from. And what like should all be these an episode? Things. What should be an entire episode that would be about awesome. Grogu's origin? Yeah. What if this pool under Mandalore, what if Din ends up actually finding it and it's like strong with the force? And mm. when Grogu enters the water, it's like that scene in Thor. Is it Thor the Dark World where Thor goes into the water or is that... Dude, is that um, Infinity War, where Thor goes into the pool, and like he's getting bathed? You know what I'm talking it's about. It's gotta be the Dark World because I don't. Yeah, I don't remember that in Infinity. Yeah, War. there was some. It's it's one of the movies. Thor goes into the water and he has like this whole flashback. Um, I think that that will be something similar. Grogu goes into the water and he has like this whole flashback 
where you kind of, as the viewer, you experience what Grogu has been through. And mm-hmm. you get to kind of, and again, like you said, it could be a whole episode, maybe from the perspective of Grogu. That would be pretty cool. Um, and then we're obviously, we're going to see Anakin in the middle. No. So, I mean, maybe. <laughs> you don't know. They, who's behind that door? Who's cutting that door down? I still think it would be really cool if it was the um, the Mandalorian stealing the Darksaber. Because that's something that, that would be I, awesome I think story. that's the cooler theory of the two. Because we yeah. know already that Grogu did get taken from the temple. But who took him? That's, and that's, like, that's a mystery. I do want explanation stuff. on that. But I would rather... It was I'd, Mace Windu. He's alive. I'd much rather see like explanation on how the Darksaber was stolen from the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's a high security place. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw Cad Bane infiltrate it, but he had help, you know? Mm-hmm. So, And we've, we've seen it just like in a 2D wall painting in the Clone Wars. So mm-hmm. I'd like to get that elaborated on. I agree. That would be nice. And it's crazy to think that Mando's just next week. I'm so, so excited. We also got that clip, um, that one minute clip from The Mandalorian 2 on yes. Navarro. Where he's talking oh, yeah. to Grief Karga. I almost forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and Gro- a whole lot of nothing was revealed. Except my boy for Grogu. Grogu is like me at work because the chairs be spinning. <laughs> <laughs> and he eats M&M's now. Yep. Space M&M's. Mm-hmm. Space Skittles. M&M's. Yeah. So that was, uh, it was a nice little, we see that Din talks to Grief and says that he's, um, uh, what's the word he uses? It's not out. Yeah. Like in a, in a, in apostate. Mm. Um, he's basically been banished by the religion. So maybe he does go to Mandalore or the moon and, um, uh, Bo-Katan tells him to leave and he's just like, all right, I guess I'll leave. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But he was saying that he needs to go, like he needs to go somewhere and grief is trying to get him to stay. Um, so I, I wonder how maybe that bro, I think I just figured it out. What did you Maybe Bo-Katan and Din do have that confrontation and bo and, and Din narrowly escapes, goes to Navarro because isn't it Navarro where we see bo land with the night owls and oh. they're like fighting all the people and like fighting in that cityscape. Yeah, they are. Because we know that Navarro is much statue. Yeah. Navarro is much more prosperous than it was. And yeah, that IG statue that was there is now crumbled. So maybe they're going mm. there to maybe try and, not kill him, but maybe steal the dark saber from him. And then it's the children of the watch. And that's why Paz Vizsla is also there because they're there to help Din, even though he didn't succeed. Maybe they're there to mm-hmm. or either also take the dark saber or maybe they're there. Maybe because they recognize the dark saber's rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're trying to defend Ooh. him. Either yeah. way. I Dude. don't, I honestly, I don't think Mando's going to get to this pool in, uh, like right away. Well, at all. Yeah. Cause that, that's the big buildup of season two is him realizing that his relationship with Grogu is greater than his devotion to his creed. That's why he takes off his helmet. So yeah. he can look upon him once before he thinks he's never going to see him again. And they, un they undid that with book of Boba, uh, by bringing Grogu back. I don't want them to undo that about Mando as well. Because then it's exactly like what happened in The Last Jedi with the helmet smashed of Kylo Ren and then it just being soldered back together in the next movie. Why did you have something happen if you're immediately going to undo it the next time you see it? Mm-hmm. Yep. I would rather not him find this pool and I'd rather see his character progress from there, living with this, oh, I'm an apostate, but yeah. he can get accepted by other clans of Mandalorians or just uh, just rely on the fact that he is a clan of two. Mm-hmm. Do we think Grogu is going to say a single word in this season? <laughs> no, I think that Grogu is going to get his Mandalorian helmet and he's. I think Din is going to 
again, we've talked about Din Djarin kind of being this in-between of the two extremes, which are Bo-Katan's group and the Armorer's group. They're two extremes of the Mandalorian creed. It's almost like... Um, and, Bo-Katan uh, is the Democratic Party. <laughs> and, right. and the Armorer is the not. Republican Party. Not. And Din Djarin is the Let's guy that registered... Not. As independent. <laughs> no, honestly, though, but you you hear about people that leave like um, religious cults and stuff mm-hmm. or that escape from these very extreme um, like when people I've seen people talk about, you know, there's documentaries because I do that. I watch documentaries like a loser. loser. Um, I watch one on Mormon. If you've ever again, they leave like they leave the Amish. They leave like Mormon communities and you hear them talk about. All this stuff, like if you oh, if you do this simple thing, you get kicked out. If you do this simple thing, you get kicked out. And it's like, oh, I made a mistake, but now I'm kicked out and I'm banished and my family won't talk to me anymore. I think that this is a very similar message in Din's story. So I think that Din is going to realize what's actually... Mm-hmm. I think Jacob's on the perfect right track here. Yeah, yep. uh, at least I hope it is because I'd rather not see his character revert because then it's everything yeah. that happened in uh, season two just happened to look cool. Yeah, it doesn't actually contribute to the plot. Well, keep in mind, he was on this quest initially. He didn't have Grogu back yet, you know? Mm-hmm. So then now that he has Grogu back, this might change his mind about feeling the need to uh, have that sense of belonging and needing mm-hmm. to atone. Because he, again, he just returned to his clan of two type thing. I just still think the, the whole thing is funny. Go take a bath on Mandalore. Like, <laughs> that's, like, that's literally what they told him to do. <laughs> I feel like at least what if the whole idea of that he needs to go to the pool is just the plot for like the beginning few episodes. I think that's what. That's yeah. what, what I think they're gonna me. like. They're tricking us with the trailers into well, thinking that's what the whole thing. This is show about. always does that. It but always it's does. Perfect. And what's the point of him? He we see him rallying with other, uh, um, not tribes but families of Mandalore. Like yep. he's he's going with other groups and meeting up with them and like almost like recruiting. What is he recruiting for? Is he getting his own group together? to fight against Bo-Katan and also the Children of the Watch? Like, what? I'm very interested. I'm so intrigued. It could go so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so could the Bad Batch. Yep. <laughs> I didn't think we were ever going to get to it. I didn't think we were ever going to get to it. We now, get to it eventually. Um, today's episode was okay. I thought the kid was so freaking annoying. I didn't actually mind him, to be honest with you. I hated his voice. I uh, think his, I, his voice did it. I he gave me Ezra vibes. on the Jacob side because I was just like, I don't. I didn't really care for the kid and his struggle. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Boo, fella, you're poor and you're a slave, basically." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to crab your one bowl of soup you get for all the weeks there, worth you did? There goes Boo. my job at Disney. One sentence right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with him. I'm not with him. You know, speaking of that, uh, it, there were people. Uh, we posted a TikTok last week of Jackson saying the clones do not deserve attention. <laughs> there were some crazy comments on that TikTok that we were laughing at. There were uh, some people that were very, uh, very upset about. Yeah, what he said. Jackson did receive a couple death threats. Yep. Um, people were saying that Jackson supported slavery, uh, as well as some other comments in there as well. So. Um, Thank you for the laughs. Yes. Um, we enjoyed those those comments. See, people um, forget sarcasm exists. That was not, that sarcasm. Was not sarcasm. Don't even act like it was. <laughs> you do not, do not play that act. card. But to the same point, though, it's... Ja- don't it's, play the JK. It's just a prank card. It's a goofy uh, Star Wars opinion. Yeah. It was, I just think it's funny. People, some people got really... People take their clone troopers seriously. Why man. would you say that? Why? You've made an enemy, someone said. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. But yeah, um, I, I'm be honest. Episode was fun. It was yeah. nice. Again, it was nice to see 
an episode of The Bad Batch with a plot that carried more than one episode. Mm -hmm. That was nice. It was nice to get an arc finally that wasn't just main story. You know, I'm going to be honest, though. Um, I think I have developed my opinion on... I think that we have been experiencing the main story of season two this entire Mm -hmm. time. So here's my take. So... Season one of The Bad Batch, the main story was the Bad Batch is on the run from the Empire. That's what they did the entire season. Whether, you know, even if there were side missions in there, they were they were ultimately on the run from the Empire until the Battle of Camino. Uh, the Battle of Camino. The, the destruction of yes. Camino. Um, and then now in season two, Omega says it at the end of the episode, and I thought it was pretty um, powerful what she said. Um, she mentions that corruption is not just coming from the empire there was this big power vacuum that came when the republic became the empire because all these planets that used to be separatist planets are kind of left in this limbo of being taken over and you know usurped by the empire a lot of the arcs that we saw in season one had stuff to do directly with the empire whether it was ryloth or many of the other planets we saw um really in this season the only one we did see was with crosshair a lot of these other planets they're dealing with corruption and um power vacuums uh with other groups and other factions and we're seeing that happen uh so i think honestly that that has been the the main story of this season and we were so focused on the overarching story which is what's happening to the clone troopers because I'm not going to sit here and pretend that that's not a thing I do think that the overarching story here is how the empire is changing and what happens to the clone troopers mm-hmm. but that being said I do think that um cuz once I looked back at the season I was like oh it all makes sense mm-hmm. now. You know, we see the Wookiees. We see these people on this planet that we're on right now in the middle of Arizona. We see um, <laughs> uh, some of the other communities and, and storylines that we've seen throughout the season that I can't remember the names of the people for because um, they were kind of forgettable. But I've only watched it twice, so I can't call it that forgettable. But, yeah, what do you guys think? I mean, yeah, you got a point. But also, um, story story bad, clone good. Um, no, it's like, yeah, I get that you can do that. I just hate the framework that it's like, oh, it's, it's Sid doing jobs for Sid. I just, I, I, I think the root of my anger comes from, I just don't like Sid. I just, what's going to happen here when they go back? Cause Sid was supposed to pick them up and they ended up, they're going to go back to Sid. I really hope they don't. I really hope they don't. And I hope next, next episode is about Crosshair. You know, they do, do. they do still have their Ipsium too. Uh-huh. As far as we Ooh, know, okay. that's actually okay. right. They didn't have to get rid of it oh, unless it was rated. I, oh no, oh, no. dude, like I'm gonna be honest. I thought for sure that this episode they were gonna have to give up their Ipsium to get their ship back. <laughs> I thought for sure, man, but no, they actually didn't. And so who knows? Maybe that's going to be a forgotten plot device. They're going to get back to Ord Mantell. It's going to be nothing. And but I hope they use yeah. it, and they're like, Let's, "We're going to buy back our freedom." Um, they're gonna be like, here's your money, and then we're leaving. Yeah. If anything, because I'm so sick of Sid. And they're gonna be like, we're leaving. They're just gonna be like, no, you're not. And I called the Empire. And uh, Whoa. Darth. Whoa! <laughs> very well put at this point. And, and Darth right. Vader's on his way. And then we get to see Darth Vader. I don't think that would no. happen. No. But I would be really intrigued to either. I think Jacob or Tom just said this that if the next episode was based on Crosshair I hope and something so. he did, or. I feel I really strongly feel like the next episode is going to be go back to Sid, complain why you didn't help, get mad at Sid, and then either 
A, help Sid with something, or B, ditch Sid and go somewhere else. It's definitely not going to be ditch Sid and go somewhere else. We've been saying that all two seasons no, so this far. No, is, this is what's going to happen. You left us for dead. Stop your whining. I got a job for you. And then they're going to go, okay. And they're going to go on a job. Yep. Yeah. That's, what's, that's probably what's going to happen. Probably. Yeah. What's, and we're going to we're go, we're going to be like, that was a good episode. They'll go, it like was a good episode. I'll be like, ah. Well, there are six episodes left in this season, yes, and we know we know the last two are going to be the two-part season finale. Yeah. So we have four episodes between now and then, four more weeks of figuring out what the Bad Batch is going to do next. See, I will very strongly say the only thing I really dislike about this season of the Bad Batch in particular is there have been almost no story arcs. Like, every episode is a story in the resolution. I mean, we got the resolution to this, and like you were saying, too, I was happy it spanned a two-episode yeah. thing, besides being the intro or the mid-season finale, and then the finale's gonna do that. But I almost miss how, in The Clone Wars, it's a story told over three or four episodes, depending on what it is. Pretty but... much everything is. Like, the the single one-off stories are like a yeah. rarity in the Clone Wars. And this, in yes. this season, at least, it's commonplace. However, I feel like at the same time, though, for what the Clone Wars was, I guess it makes sense to tell stories in an arc where in the Bad Batch, they're trying to move this story forward a lot more and progress it quicker. So that's why it has to be like a conflict and a resolution every single episode because we wouldn't be where we are in the Bad Batch right now if it wasn't for it being the conflict and resolution. So I'm happy with the placement. I just kind of want it a little bit more drawn out, but I just, maybe that's just not the way they're approaching it. I guess it. the way I look at it, it's like I looking back at the season so far. Yes. With the jobs they've done, I'd rather it just be like knowing what has happened now, the mm -hmm. only one I would have maybe wanted to stretch more than one episode was the Gunji one because I feel like that one had more substance because it dealt more directly with the Empire. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I'm looking back, I'm I'm honestly I'm happier that they just resolve themselves in one episode because, like you know, especially like the racing one, yeah, or um, That's the treasure point. hunting one. Imagine if those would have been two or three episodes instead of just one. You that would have been hard. I do agree. I think. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to throw my I disagree card in again. Um, because although it's like, yeah, we have these these episodes that they're one episode where it's like story resolution. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've said in the past, I think the story building that we did get from those episodes were quite shallow. And then we had this episode that was a two arc. And this is where I can say, yes, definitely. Indeed, we had a massive massive break in the character that is tech and finding out how he copes with different things and why he acts like how he does i think that was the most character building and the most paradigm shift that we've seen in a character this entire season but the thing is it's not like any other episodes led up to it the only thing that you can maybe claim was how he was nonchalant about the pod racers that could have um built up to it, him just being like oh you didn't think i can do it i could do it or with him being like oh our ship it's gone oh well um that all led to this one moment so i could see why maybe yeah you could pull character building from that but everything else i felt was rather shallow I, like i could look at it and go this was a fun story and i enjoyed it but if i'm like looking at it from like a main storytelling point of view i still don't really feel like the single one-off episodes contributed to the characters or to a main story i think they were just fun to watch I mean, I disagree because I think the one-offs serve a point for character development. 
No, but that's what I'm saying. Although they do, I just think that the character development that is seen in it is rather shallow. It's not like very tough. Like for example, like the the Wookiee episode. Yeah, we get we know that the Wookiees and the Trandoshans are enemies. We know what's been happening to the Wookiee planet from Jedi Fallen Order. It's not a secret that the Empire's taken over it and they're just using it for resources. None of the Bad Batch really built from that, other than they help people and they stop forest fires. See, I saw I, I took a, a lot row. from that episode at the end, um, specifically for Hunter and for Omega. Omega is, is learning more things that a lot of this is serving the purpose of helping her grow as a child. Again, like I, I have to keep reminding myself that Omega still is a kid um, because I, as my young adult mind, I'm just thinking that everyone thinks like me and everyone like has developed their brain as much as I have. But like Omega is is like 12 or 13 so she's still figuring life out so she's not really going to learn much from a bunch of soldiers so it's good to have these outside influences on mm -hmm. her um specifically when the wookie elder is telling uh hunter and tech at the end of that episode he's like hey uh the, well she the wookie elder she says something along the lines of like um it's good to have a place where you belong. It's good to have a place where you can go. And and that carries over to Omega's strong feeling of we need to get our ship back in these last couple episodes mm -hmm. because that is their home. And you see how emotional she gets about it. It's just, it's, it just goes to show it's very important for a child to have a place to call home yep. and to have a place that they can feel um, comfortable in and feel like they belong in and have that family. And we're seeing a lot of stuff deteriorate for Omega. The ship was lost for a little bit. Echo was gone for a little bit. Oh, so there's, Echo's still gone. What do you mean? Echo's still gone. Um, we're still dealing with this, and it's still evolving. So I, I think for that episode, it was a lot... I think with episodes like that, I think I'm focusing more on what's what's happening for the characters as a group and and how it's going to affect them going forward um and the little messages that are sprinkled throughout rather than um the episodes like the mid-season finale which mm -hmm. are very much about what's happening in the bigger galaxy right now and the bad batch is more of like a plot device for that bigger story that's going on yep. mm -hmm. although yeah i mean i guess i could see that yeah especially for omega i think the one thing that kind of blinds me to seeing that at all is Omega is experiencing something new for the first time in every single episode. She's right, always been anywhere. She's always learning something new and she's always like learning new things from new people. So that's, that's a constant in this series. So that's why I guess when I, when I do try to make my points about it, I kind of negate it because it yeah. always is always happening in the background. It's like when you take your toddler to the zoo, everything they see is new for the first time. Oh, wow. Tiger. Whoa, gorilla. That's Omega. Omega, everywhere she goes is, whoa, what's this? What's this? What's this? Yeah, she's getting mature in the way that she handles herself, but everything's still new to her. She was, uh, especially like as the episodes go on, she is becoming, even though she is a kid, she's getting, her character is getting a lot more mature. In this episode, the way she was carrying herself and handling mm -hmm. herself I was I was just as invested in Omega as I was the rest of the Bad Batch. Yeah. Which is nice because it makes her like, because... All of us, when we were first seeing the show, was like, oh, she's going to be an annoying character. She's just going to be the plot point of, oh, we got in trouble every single time. And yeah, she was that for just a little bit in season one, but she she can handle her own. Yeah. Hunter even lets her go to the to the tower. With Benny. With Benny, nope. without Benny even more. questioning it. He's just like, he thought safe. about it for a second. 
But in, but yeah, in season one or earlier, even earlier this it would be season, like, it would be like, no, you're we're we're sticking together. But he trusts her now, so. Yeah, I do like to see the development of Amiga that way, where it's like she can hold her own and do her own yeah. things, and the batch doesn't need to worry about her every single time. Mm-hmm. Something that's a little bit morbid, but I do think would be pretty cool to see, is that sometime in the right. future, if this show continues on past three seasons, and um, all of the Bad Batch die, I would like to see Omega uh, as an adult. Like, what 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 do they do then? Like an end of Rebels kind of thing? Kind of, but like more expanded on rather than just like the last 30 seconds of the last episode. I I would kind of like to see like, where do they go? Right. Are they going to be old enough to participate in the, the new Republic in uh, the Mandoverse? Are they going to live to see the sequels? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess that is a decently interesting. Cause you got to think she'd She'd be the same age as Boba. Yeah. And the sequel stuff for sure. Same age as Boba, but also not, too not too much older than luke skywalker you've got to think luke is like at this point in time like what maybe like three she's got 10 years on him yeah she's got something like 10 years on him yeah so uh, i don't know that that could be possible Hmm, interesting i like that idea Uh, because i think it would be because um there's this there's a comic series right now um about tmnt where all of the turtles die except for one. And I'm pretty sure it's... The Ronin. Yeah, the Ronin. Yeah. Um, but it's like they carry on with attributes from all the other Ninja Turtles. I think it'd be really cool to see a Ronin-type story told through yeah. Omega. And then he commits Sepoku at the end of the comic. Well, spoiler, spoiler, alert. <laughs> spoiler alert for the Ronin guys. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sad. Ronin, since we're spoiling it, I'm also pretty sure it's Michelangelo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I love I went, I went through a, the coolest though. I went through a TMNT phase as a kid. We all did. We all did. Was it the uh the 3D animated movie that did it to you? No, I, I had so uh, fire. I had back when you would burn DVDs and like <laughs> give a copy of a DVD to someone, I had the uh the old cartoon. Okay. Yeah, the the eighties cartoon. We had the the 3D animated, I think two thousand five six. Is when it came out. Yeah. And, I also uh, watched that we those weird live action turtles movies. We did too. Those, those, those old ones. They're fire though. They're way better than the Michael Bay one, in my opinion. Oh. That movie is oh, horrendous. Yeah. Like, that does not do the turtles justice. No, that movie is like actually who, bad. Who at Hasbro gave this man the right to not just butcher Transformers, but also butcher TM- TMNT? TMNT is a Hasbro property. TMNT. Yeah, you didn't. Know no, that. no, it's not. I'm stupid. I, lied. I was going to say McFarlane because the toys. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh. idiot. <sighs> Don't listen to anything I'm saying. Speaking of but anyway. Tommy not being prepared and not knowing what he's <laughs> talking about, um, there was an interview uh, last week or the week before that was done. I don't know if it was Vanity Fair or another magazine that consistently does stuff with Star Wars, um, but they interviewed D. Bradley Baker about the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. And D. Bradley Baker had some pretty interesting things to say about this last leg of season two. Um, he said that there are going to be a lot of twists, and it. he said, basically in his words, it really picks up in these last few episodes. Let's see. Like, so there's going to be a lot of moments where um, it, it's just, the viewers are going to be very, he said the viewers will be very happy. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like, what if it's going to pick up for all of this, and then at the end it'll be like, and bam, you'll see it more in season three of like what the action is. Probably. I mean, I'd be fine with that. I'm still just kind of annoyed that Mando and Bad Batch are coming out at the same time. I wish they would have staggered the release. I wish Bad Batch would be released on Wednesdays and Mando would be on Fridays. Yep. That would, excuse me, 
be fantastic because I would have. I, I missed the Fridays. I yeah, missed the missed Fridays. The Friday, dude. I would have even been okay with if they would have because uh, Bad Batch is going to end in sometime in April. If they would have just taken those few weeks off and then started Mando on May the fourth, mm-hmm. uh, I would have been cool with that. You know, just to give us some time to breathe in between the two shows. Um, but now we're going to be working overtime mm-hmm. for about a month to you know what? Have you guys post. No, this is where it's this is where it's going to start. I'm going to start a petition and I'm going to need everybody watching this to sign it. There's going to be in the description of this video, there will be a petition to make Disney make these uploads for Fridays again, because there was nothing better than starting your weekend right with star Wars. It was like, Oh my gosh, I just got through the entire week. And not only is it Friday, the day I don't have to work, I, like the weekend is coming, but I got Star Wars to wash it down. So Star Wars in the morning to start my day, Star Wars after work so I can decompress to start this weekend. It was immaculate and they took it away from us. <laughs> and this has been a tradition in our family since the Clone Wars was airing on Cartoon Network yeah. back in 2008. Fridays were the days that we got home from school because we weren't allowed to watch TV on school nights because nope. we had homework to do. So we could watch the Clone Wars we could watch all the cartoons, the Ben 10, the Thundercats. Oh my gosh, it was the best moments of my life and I didn't even know it. So Disney, please, please bring it back. I still think that was one of the weirdest and it dumbest. Dis- like, it came and out they of nowhere. Did it, yeah. They did it because they wanted their new movies on Disney Plus to release on Friday. And they There's came no out with like three. No one cares, There's bro. There's no new movies. It no literally cares. does not make any sense at this point still. Stupid mouse, the stupid, stupid Bob Iger. Don't say that. He's probably going to be my boss. I hope he's going to be my boss. (laughs) Fix this, Bob Iger. He's Marvel. (laughs) Disney, do better. Oh, wait, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. No, no, what? No, I'm right. The mouse is literally I'm right because Bob Iger does own Marvel, so I'm right. Yeah, but he's the CEO of Disney. I know, but he also owns Marvel, so I'm technically, I I was right from a certain point of view. You know what I really liked? About the Bad Batch episode. Really like episode. I really like that Gonky actually did something. Yeah, Character building of Gonky. Gonky supremacy. <sighs> that was actually a really smart idea on Omega's part too. Like I, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, are they just going to stumble upon their ship? <laughs> like I, I, was, I knew there was no way they weren't going to get it back. Yeah, you Tampa, know? Florida type landscape they got out there. That whole village. <laughs> oh. It reminded me a lot of Coruscant with the way it went down. Yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and I honestly, I liked how it ended because I was expecting them to have to like blast their way out of the ray shield yep. door and like, oh, now we have to go get Omega and save her. But they like, have to do a thing. Again, the messaging, it's it's dumbed down because it's a cartoon, but it is messaging about corruption. corruption. And, mm-hmm. you know, the people that are in charge hiding mm-hmm. things from the people doing all the work. So make sure that you question your local politicians. Anyway. The mouse is not <laughs> hiring you now. Um, yeah, he is. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, for me, it was a great ending. I thought Mako died like really quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was like kind of like oh! <laughs> he wasn't likable to begin with. Grabs no. him with the with the, the half slinging slasher hand. <laughs> and he's, like, he's like, "You shouldn't have double crossed me, kid." And then like I thought, "Oh my gosh, is the kid gonna die too? Like he's a martyr?" And then oh! dude with the neck tattoos just grabs him, and then he. I love neck tattoos. His droids were cool. They had, I like that double, that that double that thing. Was equal, the, the equal sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also really like. Because he's liked, the resolution. Oh wow! I also really liked the um, the whole thing about the uh oh the commando droids that are not commando droids. 
Yeah, I, 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 I thought they were commandos at first. I was like, they got commando legs, and I saw the heads. I'm like, I guess they're not commandos, but it was Techno were? Union still though, so I guess that's why it was a weird design because they did their own like amalgamations, like the flying Goofy droids in. that we see on Skeko Minor. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, because they look like B1 minor. battle droids. They're just refurbished for Skeko Minor. So then those yeah. droids were commando they're droids, but then refurbished for those mines. Well, you have to remember too. A lot of the companies that make these droids will make different things for different purposes. Yep, exactly. So they probably just the, it's probably the same company that makes the commando droids. They just plopped a different That's head on it and I said, said. It's we for also, mining. Yeah, we also have to rem- remember the fact that these droids were not only built just because of the separatists. They were a known thing in Episode One when Obi Wan and Qui Gon were looking at them on that trade federation relationship they're like mm, battle droids like it, they already knew what they were so yeah. they had to have been kicking for a couple of years before this happened mm-hmm. good old star wars good always old just star that's, wars. that's good reuse for hasbro when they decide yeah. to not release the season two appearances of the bad batch but they'll make sure they release that uh that when they when they make the commando droid that comes out this year please when they make the bro, commando droid please. Yeah, I've already accepted that. Because again, it's like Jedi Survivor has all the Separatists now. So it's do like it. they do can it. do easy repaints for yep. gaming greats. So they have an excuse. They could do the super battle droid yeah, too. Not only that, but you have this nice pristine 3D model that has just been created of all of them with jointed articulation already built into the model for the purpose of throwing it on a frame. And not to mention, you also have multiple appearance options from Battlefront 2 for every single one of these. Yep. So you can also do tons of repaints mm-hmm. for that game as well. For gaming grades, and then you can throw them in the main line for like Attack of the Clones. You can repack them for prequel anniversaries. Yup. You can repack just, them. I don't, that's, I, it's unfathomable that they haven't done it already. Just do it. It really is. Just do Dude, it. that just Micro Galaxy Squadron, they're, they're just knocking at my door. They're like, let us in. Let us into your wallet. Let us let us in. <laughs> they really open are. in your open in your open in your. We haven't got anything new from the. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. The Galaxy Squad. No, Mission no. Fleet. Mission, Mission Fleet. Fleet. We haven't got anything new from them in a it's minute. Too bad. Mission no. Fleet can get smoked, bro. Micro Galaxy is doing better. Do you think Mission Fleet is getting uh, kind of replaced by Micro Galaxy? No. Here's my reason why, because Mission Fleet companies. Mission Fleet's geared towards kids and Micro Galaxy Squadron is clearly geared towards adult collectors. I mean, with the chase variants and the rares and like the, the the ships that they're choosing and what they're choosing to do with their marketing. It's very much geared toward uh, an adult collector um, as opposed to Mission Fleet is very clearly mm-hmm. for children. Mm-hmm. Y'all ever noticed like when you're in the aisle of a of a store? how it's like they're slated for um, what age you are and what you would be purchasing. Like the yeah. younger kids, yep. all the to- little kids toys are on the lower level. So that, that that's like what they can see, you know, like the collectible figures are on higher levels. Yeah. I guess that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Not to mention as you go like from one end to the other of the, the whole section, there's like the baby toys and then young kids toys. And then you get into like Hasbro stuff, which mm-hmm. is like, again, like you said, it's split. Mm-hmm. I hope Toys R Us comes back. I really do. I know they got the the Toys R Us US website up and running because I got an ad for it and I checked to see if they had anything Black Series on there and they didn't. They just had the um the Brickheads uh Mando and um. Grogu on there. But um no, I still have I have clear memories of turning down that aisle and just seeing like mega pegs of all those Star Wars figures. Yep. Like having an entire like two walls of nothing but Star Wars. And that wasn't even including Lego. It was yep. a different time to be alive, dude, because Nowadays, you got to think about it like the closest thing you had to like 
play. I mean, you had video. It was weird because you had video games, but it wasn't as popular. But it like, I mean, now. it was it was super popular. But like, I mean, you also had like Skylanders and like Disney Infinity, which like married toys and video games together. Yeah, and that was like a super. It was a fad at the time, but like, mm-hmm. it was very very popular when it was a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like um. The, the silly bands you remember silly bands yeah. oh, I, oh yeah i remember silly bands oh, i used to collect those in fourth grade i remember kids would have so many on their arms that their hands would turn purple and then they they banned them at our school because kids were stealing them and kids were like oh. trading and buying them from squishies each other. bro oh my gosh like the pencil toppers like the do you not remember those i remember them. The, like the little like the really those gummy pencil toppers there was those. I remember, like, they were, like, these little, like, plastic ninjas at one point. Yeah, yeah the, the ninjas. ninjas. Yeah, or the little green Martians that you could get at the little uh, quarter machines. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. li- like, little trinkets became such a fad across the entire U.S. I had tons of them. There little capsule. They were, like, the gotcha machines, but American. Yeah. It was super, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And don't even get us started on Pokemon, Bakugan, and Beyblade. Dude, you better chill out because Dude, yeah, I had a phase on all those. Like we all did. We Second all and did. third grade, it was Bakugan. I watched the anime. I was Dan Kuso for Halloween, bro. <laughs> My grandma is a seamstress and she made me a custom costume. Wow. And then we did my, I had long hair. So we did my, my hair and my dad gelled it all up to look like it too. And I That's had like, cool. I did like the gloves with the Bakugan. <laughs> this was back when they, before they made the Bakugan bigger, when they were smaller at first. Yeah. Yeah. I have, and I did, did the thing you did in all the pictures. I have only one that's still part of that small line. It was the, like the aqua green kind of um, like the amphibian dude. Aquarium. Oh, the, the, is it the greenish one? Yeah. Yeah. That was the Ventus attribute. Yeah. I don't know why I remember all this stuff. I don't remember any of the attributes. I remember Darkest because it was my favorite because it was edgy. I remember we had um, a Bakugan game on Wii and they had yes. a versus mode on it. And Dude, Jackson would kick all, your he would whoop me every time because he played it more than I did because at the same time we had that game, we had, I believe it was Indiana Jones and like this, the Staff of Kings is what it was. And I would play the, a ton of that game and Jackson would play a ton of that game. And then like when we would go up against each other, Jackson had like the final Bakugan that you get from being the final boss. And he had it like leveled up and I had like only like the intro ones. I had that game for the DS. Mm-hmm. I had like, I also had a Beyblade game for the DS that came with. Uh, I think his name was Cyber Pegasus. It was like it was its own Beyblade. Dude. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Do you Dang. remember the the Hot Wheels racing game that we had? Yes. We had on, on the Wii because we didn't have like a normal racing game because it's the Wii. It was like it was Hot Wheels. So like all the tr- like the tracks were all orange. Like it was a hot, but it was like these actual environments. That game was fun too. I remember kicking your butt in that one. Yeah, that, that was, but then also for King some Pepper. reason in fifth grade, I had a Magic the Gathering phase. I never, I never got into that. it. I never did. Uh, it's super, super fun. And like, if I didn't play D&D, like that would probably be my fix for that like realm. Mm-hmm. Um, because Magic was a lot, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, I have it. I have a deck. I have um like a, uh like a, it was this Burger King toy. Yeah. For Yu-Gi-Oh, where it was like if you pull the drawer out, sometimes the cards oh, come dude, out with yeah. it. Oh, dude, yeah. So it's like yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like a hidden drawer thing. But I have I have like a, a stack of magic cards that somebody gave me, or like somebody didn't want, um, or like I got at a garage sale. I can't remember, but I have like I, a, I have like a stack, and I remember I wanted to get into it at one point, but it just kind of fell off, and I never really cared too much. Do you remember? 
I see it on TikTok every now and again. This guy and his friend play Star Wars A Tactics. Dude, we bro, no. give me one second. Because I never knew what it was <laughs> called. When you see it, you'll know. I never knew what it was called, but I had a bunch of them. I think I had the ATRT too. Tactics. That's that's one of them. Star Wars oh, Tactics. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. These yeah. things. I watch these two guys play, and I'm like, this actually looks like a fun game. Mm -hmm. Like it, it actually looks crazy. Really cool. We actually, um, you can't see it on camera, but no. on this opposing wall, we have a, um, it's like a three inch scale uh, Millennium Falcon. Three and three quarter scale. Yeah. Um, so, but with that, it was like a guy that was at our church, and he yeah. was like offloading a ton of Star Wars stuff. And this was this was sitting in the Millennium Falcon. He had a bunch of like other miniatures. Yeah, it was a lot of stuff. Like this Darth Vader. Like there's just like a bunch of mess. Oh, those were called like Battle Squad something. No idea, dude. I think it was droids. Pretty yeah, cool. I had that. Mm -hmm. I had a ton of those. We just threw them all away <laughs> recently because they were all like destroyed. Uh oh. Yeah, those like, were dope. They're though. actually they're really cool. Star mm -hmm. Wars toys in the early two thousands. It's like unbeatable. Like that yeah. was the, in my opinion, you can't beat these. The Galactic Heroes. The Galactic. This heroes, was from bro. the Galactic Heroes board game. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Because I remember we had the cards for it. Came too. out with the release. We of would the Clone argue Wars movie. who could be the clone trooper. Yeah, we would argue about it. Well, dude, here's my thing: is like, I mean, I mean, I think that Star Wars collecting and toys is on the up and up now and it's like because now we have micro galaxy squadron now we have mission fleet now we have you know black series is doing fantastic tvc looks fantastic mm -hmm. um i think we're at a point <laughs> excuse me where we're like starting to get there again but i don't think we'll ever be back at the point mm -hmm. we were like when we were kids we mm -hmm. had we didn't even realize it we were at the complete peak of Star Wars merchandise. We had it. We had yep. it so good. Yeah. And we didn't and even We took it, it for granted because we didn't know mm -hmm. that okay 15 now. years later we would be mm -hmm. saying We got this these on now. Podcast. We got Black Series yeah. figures. I Dude, like I got those. a figure with my head on it. Mer those are pretty sweet. Custom figures are pretty sick. It's, um, I think, because I think we're, we're seeing a, a reprisal of it because statistics show that the youth and young adults are investing more money into, uh, physical, physical and collectibles rather than stocks and bonds. So I feel like places like Hasbro are really trying to cash in on this, especially by doing like exclusives more and things like that. The other thing is that exclusives to bring up prices. We, we were the kids that were getting all those toys. So we are seeking that same thing in our mm -hmm. adult collecting. Yep. And it, like you said, because I honestly, because of COVID collecting exploded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it be, it went from just like a niche hobby to like every guy that I know collects a thing like whether it's star wars no or marvel or something well yeah you also hang out with incels but uh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know a lot of people that like collect but i know people that have like trinket hobbies or that's like, what i mean like they have a thing or yeah. like lots of people now are like i feel like more and more like this is a big thing at edinburgh lots of people play smash like hella competitively yeah like it smashes like there, there's one kid that i had classes with that his entire dream is to be the best smash player in the world that's so funny i'm like he's not that good but um, <laughs> it's like Yikes. um no it's just i feel like a bunch of different things that were like dreams as kids through covid because everybody was bored everybody kind of relapsed to them that's like i feel like that's another reason why we're sitting here doing the podcast mm -hmm. i believe everybody at this table had a fantasy of being a youtuber one day that was younger. the thing, man. Yep. When you were eight to ten years old, I was I was watching YouTube and I was 
pretending I was a Minecraft YouTuber <laughs> while I did my Minecraft Let's Play. Mm -hmm. yep. There's some very nice deleted videos on my personal channel of me in fifth grade trying to do Let's Plays. When I was in, when I was in fifth grade it. and I got my iPod Touch, if anybody knows what that is, mm -hmm. um, I used to have a, a show called The Awkward Show, and I was the host, and it was literally just like two-minute clips of me just like having little skits and bits where I would just go around the house and record myself or other things. Mm -hmm. And I did a Cartoon Network intro for myself and it's super cringe, but like <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Hey, Jen, you'll probably it get it. Hey, Jen, you'll probably get to see it. We need that ASAP. I have, there's a, I believe it's still on my personal channel. There's this uh, wonderful video of um, Jackson and I went to our local like nature center and they had like a workshop of doing stop motion animation. That's oh, cool. and we did yeah. a little, we did a Lego stop motion called like a uh, quest for the spork because we, yeah. we had Legos and then just in my coat pocket, I had like this little spork for some reason. So we made it kind of like the treasure at the end. Um, That's so funny. Yeah, it, it's still up on that channel. I comment every so often on our on our videos as like the alias. So if you can figure out which one's me, um, you can it's have probably not that hard. It's not no, it's probably not that hard at all. But if you can figure out which one it is, you can watch all the stuff that's on that channel. There's that. There's a video of me at a concert, and I believe there's a um a, a report that I did for a college class. Uh, when I was you'll get a million dollars. Yep. You'll get a nice kiss on the lips. <laughs> Anyways, Anywho, <laughs> we have right. derailed, but Yo. Bad Batch next week. I'm really excited for Bad as Batch usual. and Bando next yeah. week. And it's all going to happen. And we're going to lose our minds to give you guys content. Yep. And you guys are going to eat it up. If, our, if, we don't, if we don't reach a thousand subscribers in the amount of time that Mando is airing, I'm going to... Never mind. Don't say so. Anyway, though. thank you guys so much for <laughs> watching you. this episode of oh. the podcast. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and... I forgot to mention this. We got a Patreon. And at the beginning yes. of every month, we do a nice giveaway. So on Mando Day, we're going to be giving away... <laughs> this is my Micro Squadrons gunship. Speaking of Micro Squadrons. Yep, so if you want to win it, uh, make sure that you're in the Patreon Patreon in the Gungan Boss tier. Yep. Um, to all of you that are already patrons, we love you. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Mm -hmm. Also, if you haven't already, make sure that you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch. Buy some merch. Link is in the description below. We make like almost no money off it. So just buy it if you think it's cool. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah. Tweet at us. Join the Discord. Deuces, y'all. Bye, y'all. Hey. Dun 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 Ba-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
dum 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 dum